You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. I am just super excited about what is going on with our podcast. I've got some exciting news I want to share with you. But first, let me thank you for liking, uh, subscribing uh, to, and sharing, and even rating our podcast. We continue to experience growth and it's all because of you. And we're here to serve you each week to add value to you as a leader. So thank you so much. With that, I can't hold it anymore. I'm trying to wait it out, but I am so glad to tell you that now our podcast, Speaking with One Voice, is now available on iHeartRadio. That's right. You can find us on iHeartRadio. And so in addition to all the other platforms we're on, we've expanded the family of networks that carries our podcast, and that's because you keep listening. So thank you so much. Listen, I've got a topic I want to get to today for you. Make sure you're following me on social media at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, if you'd like information about how we can help you or your company grow, I want you to reach out to me. Uh, go to our website, RodneyRPayne.com. That's P as in Paul, A-Y as in Yacht, N as in Nancy, E, RodneyRPayne.com. We'd love to see how we can add value to your team and help you to grow. Today, I want to talk about pursuing your passion, pursuing your passion. I, I want to uh, take a look at this topic because what I've found is that Many of us have a passion that lies dormant within us, and we never fully achieve the satisfaction that would come from uh, reaching that particular thing that burns on the inside of us. Uh, just as a, a thought for this today, I want to go back to me as a high school uh, athlete playing football, being on a football team, and having played football from the ages of 8 to 18 and simply love the game. What I did not know at the time was what I really, really would enjoy. So as I would leave high school, go on to college, join the workforce, get married, have children, have responsibilities, what I would find is that I never lost the passion I had for the game. And I thought if I had it to do all over again and didn't have obligations, what would I do? Believe it or not, one of my bucket list type things was I would be a high school football coach. Believe it, I said I would be a high school football coach. I, I, I love the game. I love to teach the game. And I, to this day, I enjoy the game. I'm looking at the play, deciding what offense they're running, what defense they're in, and seeing how to make the plays better. It's still in me to this day. Ironically, I ended up coaching, just not in football. But that passion to, to grow an individual, to, to help be a part of a team, has never left me. And so I uh, 
I ended up understanding that there was a parallel for me and that that coaching is what I do now professionally and that but if I had known earlier perhaps what I wanted to do maybe I wouldn't have ended up the way I am or whatever the case may be and I, we can't go back and change that but what I want you to know is there is something in your belly that I want you to pursue, that means to follow after, to chase it, or to capture your passion. It's an object of intense desire, your ardent affection, your enthusiasm, passion, this thing that you just, it will not go away. And I find myself in every day of my life, one way or another, I am still pursuing my passion to coach someone. While it may not be football, it's still the act of coaching. So I want to, you today to make up your mind that I am going to pursue my passion. That's right. But if you're going to pursue your passion, I really have uh, two steps plus a bonus. We'll call it three steps. But really, it's just two and a bonus. The first thing you have to do if you're going to pursue your passion is you must first identify your passion. You must identify what you are passionate about. Now, listen, if you have to go on a long, deep excavation, excavating hunt to figure out what your passion is, it's not your passion. If you have to have someone else tell you what you're passionate about, it is not your passion. If, if you have to do a research and do a personality profile and behavior test, or you have to look at how much it pays before you can decide, listen, none of those are your passion. They may be your profession. They may even be how you feed your family. They may be your vocation, but they are not your passion. If you if all you can think about is how to monetize it, it's probably not your passion. It's probably about how you're trying to make money. Let me tell you, when it comes to identifying your passion, there are a few things you need to understand. First thing is, is that your passion will be familiar. Your passion will not be some unknown anomaly that you can't figure out that happens every once in a while. No, this will be something that's familiar. You will recognize it because it's it's right there before you. It's always in front of you. And no matter what you do, you, it's right there. It's, it's just right there. You're going to be aware. It's something that you're probably going to be gifted and talented at doing without even trying. It may be something that's difficult for others, but comes easily for you. So your passion will always be from a place of familiarity. So if it's a surprise to you, then it is not your passion. I need, listen, even when it came to me identifying executive coaching as a passion and leadership as a passion, it really was a new model or a form or a shape, but it goes back to my childhood of loving the game of football and loving to coach and teach and train people. And I still do that every day in some capacity, and I don't have to go look for that passion. It's what I want to do. It's what I desire to do. It's a familiar place for me. Not only are your passions familiar, but your passions are not born or discovered in a mature state. They're not born or discovered in a mature state. So when you identify your passion, while it may be familiar, it is not 
in its mature form. That is so important to understand. Just because you know what your passion is, it is nowhere near its potential when it's just dormant in the in the place of a passion. There is more required. You're going to have to look at this thing and see how do I maximize, not monetize, but maximize. Maximize your passion first before you consider monetizing your passion. What you want to do is get very good at what you're passionate about. Understand passion does not necessarily mean proficient. It means passion. So while you are passionate, you may still need to develop some proficiency in the given area. So even though you're passionate, it's not full grown. You've got to spend some time to make sure you fully grow into the passion that you have. So yes, your passions are familiar, but they're not mature when you discover them. And understand when something is your passion, it will simply demand your attention. When you have a passion, I don't care what you try to do. You cannot shake it. You can make millions of dollars doing something else, but there's something about this other thing that's like a little pebble in your shoe. It just will not leave you alone. It will not go away. It's so much so that sometimes passions, when unattended, can become irritating. They can become irritants because you think about it all the time. You wonder what if you contemplate in your mind, I wonder, I think, and just whatever you do, this thing called passion, it says, give me some attention. You may think that ship has already sailed. You may think you're past your prime. You may think you missed the window, but your passion keeps knocking on your door saying, hey, do you see me over here? I'm looking for you. Your passion is waving you down saying, I am not going anywhere. I am here. You have to deal with me. Give me some attention and give it to me now. I want to know, is anybody frustrated right now with a passion that just won't leave you alone? My goodness. Understand when you're looking to identify your passions, that your passions are going to be familiar. They're not born or discovered in a mature state. They're, they're not. And then the passions will demand your attention. No matter what you do, you cannot shake them. They won't leave your mind. And then the last thing about identifying your passion, remember this, passions are unyielding. Listen, when I tell you your passions are unyielding, you cannot be pressured out of your passion. When it's truly your passion, no matter how much it doesn't make sense to the next person, you cannot be talked out of your passion. You can press pause on your passion for a season, but it's going to rise back up. And when you allow your passion to catch fire, nobody can talk you out of it because a passion comes with a price And only the bearer of the passion is willing to pay the price for the passion to produce. Oh my goodness, I need for you to get that leader. Your passion will be unyielding. If I can talk you out of it, it was never your passion in the first place. Oh my goodness, I hope you are enjoying this as much as I am. In your three steps to pursuing passion, the first one is identify 
your passion. It's going to be found in a familiar place. You'll recognize it. It's always before you. But even though you recognize it, that does not mean it's mature when you discover what it is. It will take some development. Your passions, even though you're passionate, even though you're maybe talented in the area of your passion, development will still be required. Uh, Passion will always demand your attention and passions are unyielding. Now, the second step in pursuing your passion is you must, once you identify your passion, you must pursue your passion. That's right. You must pursue your passion. What do you mean? Passion, just because it's your passion and just because you think about it and just because you have a very strong desire to do it does not get it done. Just because it's a passion, it doesn't make it a reality. Just because it's your passion, it doesn't make it your reality. What am I simply saying? First, I'm saying unprepared passions can lead to pr- to frustration unprepared passions can lead to frustration when you don't take the time to prepare grow uh, fund uh, educate uh, it, your your passion it, it leads to a place of frustration because when you don't unbridled passion produces a zeal and an excitement but it doesn't produce a profitability it doesn't produce good results why because it lacks any type of of order it's not prepared it's not ready it's kind of like trying to serve something before you get good at it let me give you an example one of my mentors uh, tells me that what you want to do is you want to get good first you want to take time um, thinking of Paul Martinelli the former president of the John Maxwell team uh, he says that you want to get good first in other words don't go out in your passion to speak or to teach or to coach or to train don't go out in that passion before you're prepared get good first take some time to prepare your passion because even though you're passionate when you're unprepared you're going to put yourself in a position to fail and you don't want to do that. So you have to prepare your passion. Not only uh, do you understand unprepared passion leads to frustration, but passions become productive when planted within structure. When you put structure around your passion, it becomes productive. Think about this. If you were to take some, uh, let's say, some watermelon or some cantaloupe seeds and and plant them in your yard in, in an area full of grass and and you no longer mow the grass you don't get the grass out you don't get the weeds out understand there's a chance that you may have some watermelons to grow or some cantaloupes to grow but because it lacks structure you won't be able to have as productive of a crop as you would if you were to take and structure, put some guides in place, build the garden, prepare the soil, weed the garden, and then grow within that garden. See, when you add structure to your passion, now you can grow, but it's up to you to put the structure in place. Make sure you take time to get good first at your passion. That may mean schooling. That may mean practice. That may mean uh, studying. That, That may mean getting feedback. That may mean 
trial and error. It simply means you have to make sure that in order to receive this productivity, you must plant, you must prepare your passion uh, and put it within some structure. And then understand that when preparing your passion, failure to prepare your passion is counterproductive to your purpose. This is so significant. You have a purpose. I have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. And as a leader, you are typically going to be passionate about leading and other things. But when you fail to prepare, understand you can abort your purpose. You can hinder your purpose. You can take away from your purpose, even though you're passionate. Even though you have a burning desire to do it, if you will not take time to prepare, if you fail to prepare, it's counterproductive to your purpose. I encounter so many frustrated leaders who are so passionate. They want it so bad and it hurts so bad that they can't have it, but they can't have it because they're not willing to prepare. Typically, when you get to the professional level of competitive sports, it's not about talent. So everyone is talented. Everyone is passionate, but someone is more willing to prepare than the next person. Understand this. Tom Brady, the GOAT, they call him, the greatest of all time in the quarterback position. They say he's not the best athlete. They say he's not the best football player, but they say he is the best quarterback. And and if longevity stands for anything or if number of Super Bowl rings stand for anything, then perhaps Tom Brady is the GOAT. Uh, Former New England Patriot, now Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Uh, One thing that stands out about him is his mental preparation and his physical preparation. And his passion is the driving force behind how he prepares. So understand whether you like him or not, whether he is your quarterback of choice or not, and I am certainly not endorsing Mr. Tom Brady as the GOAT, but I have to respect his preparation and his passion. Because when he prepares, the way he prepares, being driven and fueled by that passion, it leads to success. So understand, I told you I had two steps. One is identify your passion. Then two is prepare your passion. Then I told you I had a bonus for you. Let me give you this bonus for you on this week. And that is simply to pursue your passion. You want to pursue your passion, pursue, to follow after, to chase, to capture, passion, an object of intense desire, affection, or enthusiasm. So when you look at pursuing your passion, you have to do it intentionally. To pursue your passion intentionally means you pursue it with structure and with purpose. Then you must pursue your passion relentlessly. Don't quit, my my friend. Don't quit, leader. Don't quit. Don't quit, Don't quit. Be relentless. Even though it's your passion, passion does not exempt you from obstacles or failures, but your passion, when you are relentless, it will produce. So listen, pursue your passion intentionally and relentlessly and 
finally, if it is your passion, then pursue it passionately, which means to pursue it with great enthusiasm. If you're always complaining about it, then it's probably not your passion. Come on now. If, if you're always complaining about it, it's probably not your passion. Oh, I come on now. Listen to me. If, if every time you try to do it, you're complaining, it may be something you're trying to substitute so that it can fill a void for you or make some money for you. But when it's your passion, you won't complain about it, but you will pursue it with great enthusiasm. This is your coach, Rodney Payne. I'm glad you joined me this week on Speaking With One Voice and you joined me so that you can learn to pursue your passion. Listen, step one, identify your passion. Passions are familiar. Passions are not born or discovered in a mature state. You got to grow them. Passions demand your attention. They will not leave your mind. They're like the pebble in your shoe. And then passions are unyielding. You cannot be pressured to leave your passion. That That's just what it means when you identify your passion. Then secondly, we talked about preparing your passion. Unprepared passion can lead to frustration Passions become productive when planted within structure and failure to prepare your passion is counterproductive to your purpose. And then lastly, I said, pursue your passion intentionally, relentlessly, and passionately. Listen, thank you for joining us this week on Speaking With One Voice. I want you to make sure that you, if you're listening, I want you liking. If you're liking, I want you subscribing. If you're subscribing, I want you rating. And I want to tell you, thank you so much. And remember, this week, the big news, we are now on iHeartRadio. Thank you for welcoming us to the family, iHeartRadio. We're excited about growth. Until next time, let's keep growing together and lead intentionally. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.